<laughs> I didn't think it would last this long, so I have to give a an absolute ton of credit to these Reddit Wall Street bet meme stock investors. Like they do have diamond hands. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, like they are they for, you know, obviously they they have a playbook that they've been following. Mm-hmm. Um and it's working for them. And I think it's incredible what they've done. I think they're smarter than a lot of people give them credit for. For sure. I think they are more powerful than a lot of people give them credit for. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of The Capitalist Investor. As always, you got Mark and Diamond Hands D. Mark, what's going on, man? What's up, brother? We're just talking about uh, low mortgage rates and whether yeah. you should do a cash out refi <laughs> or just go and buy a vacation home. Yep, I think we all landed on vacation home. I think so, too. All right, good stuff. That issue is solved. All right, done. All right, that's what we're doing. All right, so let's move on and talk about what we are going. So talking about talking about. That's what Jay Powell said a week or two ago. So I'm going to use that, too. We're going to talk about what we're going to talk about. Yep. So we're going to talk about meme stock mania today because I got to tell you, D, these meme stocks, these Reddit investors, Wall Street bets, you know, however they're being classified, these stocks um, have had, they've been elevated for much longer than I initially thought they would. Absolutely, man. <laughs> I didn't think it would last this long. So I have to give a an absolute ton of credit to these Reddit Wall Street bet meme stock investors. Like, they do have diamond hands. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, like they are, they, for, you know, obviously they, they have a playbook that they've been following mm-hmm. um, and it's working for them. And I think it's incredible what they've done. I think they're smarter than a lot of people give them credit for. For sure. I think they are more powerful than a lot of people give them credit for. Um, and I just think it's, it's very, very interesting. I don't know how it's all going to end, you know, <laughs> and obviously a lot of these stocks aren't suitable for the way we invest our client money. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So I think those are kind of the things I want to walk through. I want to talk a little bit about, you know, AMC, GameStop. Um, what else is, uh, what else is out there? Clover health is one that they've been that's, talking yeah, about. Wendy's popped a couple weeks ago. Bed, bath and beyond uh, naked brands, uh, humble. So yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of these and, and you know, some of them, some of them could potentially be investable for us and our clients. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to draw the line and, and just let all of our listeners know what our process is. And, and let's be clear here, just because a stock doesn't, just because it's not aligned with the way we invest for our clients doesn't mean that it's not a good stock, that it couldn't go higher, um, that that just because we won't invest in it, you shouldn't. Right. Um, it doesn't mean that. We just have a very specific methodology, which involves us identifying companies where we like the management team. We believe in their fundamental growth story and it's reasonably priced. Right. You know, and if I kind of look through the meme stocks that are out there, you look at like an AMC and GameStop, you know, D, one of the issues there is they have, they don't check off any of those three boxes. <laughs> Right. Right. <clears throat> so it doesn't mean they can't go higher, just not for us. Well, that's that's what we've seen here in the last six months or, you know, longer. Um, but I am with you, especially with GameStop. I mean, if you would have told me 
you know, whenever this episode airs, but let's just say the summer of 21, the GameStop would still be over 200 bucks. I would have said you were completely crazy. Where where was it prior to it getting uh, talked about on the Wall Street bets? I'm pretty sure. Like 20? No, I think it was lower than that. I it think was it below was below 20. Yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. I mean, they, they at least 10x that stock at yeah. a bare minimum. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Now, the, I, I heard somebody say this, and I, I believe it, um, so I'm not going to take credit for it, I, but <laughs> I can't give credit to whoever said it because I don't remember who said it. Um, but they believe that this is not just retail investors, that there's some, there's some big money investors involved in this as well. Yeah, for sure. You know, you, you look at, um, the Nigerian brothers, I noticed them online on Twitter. Um, and they were basically saying, Hey, you know, we don't get to dictate how the market works, right? Correct. We don't get to dictate what people are buying and selling. We just need to play the market. Yep. And I thought that was incredibly, uh, smart insight from them because yep. they're absolutely right. They just, you know, and, and these guys are old school traders and they threw a lot of that stuff out the window and they, they focused on these trading patterns that they saw and at least on a couple of trades that I've seen that they have completely crushed it. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about a little bit uh, on this episode a lot of those rules have changed. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you can at least, you can evolve with those changing times or you can get left behind. Correct. And yeah, you said it, man. The the Ape Nation, the the Reddit boards with Na- what is it? Naked Army, Humble Nation, yeah. Ape Nation. <laughs> like, dude, there's so many hashtags out there. I know it's hard to keep tra- I mean, I have fifteen <laughs> different tabs open right now. You gotta go t- uh, Dizzle Diamond Hands D. Yeah, there you go. Um, but you know, absolutely incredible. Um, you know, to answer your question, um, it was around GameStop. That is, was right around fifteen bucks, right when it yeah, started okay. to, to get that upward movement, and you know, it made it as high as three hundred and twenty-five dollars. Yep. Um, it went all the way back down though, which is when I thought it was over. It went back down to fifty-two bucks in February, and it, it's. They have, they have just kept at this, yeah. <laughs> and it is, and it's still over two hundred dollars right now, and it's getting to the point where um, they really did save the company. <laughs> Honestly, they did, they did, and they have some. Well, you mentioned management team now. They have some, some really smart people in there. Um, you know, a whole crew from I believe Google and Amazon. Um, basically trying to make over that company now. Yeah. It's um as far as investing in it, you know, I don't know if if you're, you know, outside of uh Wall Street bets or whatever. I don't know if it's if it's late anymore. It seems to be, you know, you're a little late if you're not in right now, but I think it is definitely stabilized. It's crazy. It, yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> I think it's 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 great for those people who were able to get in at 15 bucks. I mean, wow. You know. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Um so here, here's my take on AMC and GameStop. So my preference and our preference as a firm is not to invest in, you know, quote unquote, broken companies. Mm-hmm. Because when you look at, at both of their business models, now don't, don't take this as I'm bearish on the stock. I would mm-hmm. never in a million years think about shorting either of these stocks, <laughs> nor am I going to run around pounding the table telling everyone to sell. It's just not something I can invest in because I don't invest in companies that 
where their fundamental growth story is broken, mm-hmm. right? Where you were still pushing, you know, Nintendo 64 cartridges <laughs> when everybody was was downloading PS5 games online, right? you know, so, um, or movie theater stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I am very interested in sitting on the sidelines with my popcorn watching what these things do, <laughs> right? And yeah. I don't, it doesn't matter to me if they go higher or lower because I'm not involved, um, but those are just two examples of meme stocks that it's, it's very unlikely those ever end up in our investment strategy, right? Just because they don't check off the three boxes I mentioned earlier, which are management team, growth story, and valuation, mm-hmm. right? On the other hand, some of these Reddit names, D, you know, I, I am interested in emerging companies that are expected to realize higher growth. Mm-hmm. So then you look at like the next layer of companies. You look at Naked Brands, ticker NAKD. So mm-hmm. I had I had the Naked Army reach out to me, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I've, I've, I've never heard of this. So let me look this bad boy up, right? So I look it up and it's basically, um, it's basically like Victoria's Secret. So it's like, uh, they call it intimate apparel. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the proper term for it intimate apparel and swimsuits for women. Okay. okay. So it's basically Victoria's secret in a pure direct to consumer e-commerce business model. Mm-hmm. They've had some challenges where they haven't had good management. It's more of a turnaround story, but it's right. a sub $1 billion company. I believe I don't have that in front of me. I believe the last time I checked, it was sub 1 billion. Um, and I found that to be an interesting story that I could get behind mm-hmm. because it, and I, I thought I read somewhere D, but I, I couldn't find it when I tried to do more research. I thought there was almost like an AI component or maybe not an AI. I don't know what it's called. Um, have you seen, um, you probably get these ads on Facebook and stuff where you can like take a picture of yourself up against some object or something mm-hmm. and, they'll design a custom shirt for you or a custom suit or something like that. Yep. I thought there may have been a component like that tied to naked brands. And if that's the case, that that becomes a very interesting story. Absolutely. You know, I would have to see it play out a little further, but it becomes very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Humble is another one that I know um, one of my buddies from Fox business, Rob Luna has been talking about, um, again, not something that I'm ready to jump into, um, but they're more of a like a, a crypto you right. know, digital wallet kind of mm-hmm. transaction company. Um, we already have exposure through Silvergate, you know, so it's I don't think that's something we'd be um, getting into. But, you know, for those investors out there who maybe missed out on Silvergate, there could be more upside potential getting in to humble at these yep. levels. Right. <clears throat> so like those companies, I'm willing to listen to those pitches. I can't mm-hmm. I can't listen to a pitch on why I should buy AMC and GameStop only because it doesn't check off those three boxes. Right. You know, Mm -hmm, for sure. But yeah, you know, the, the hum, the humble, I I saw uh, our boy Luke over the weekend, he got put into their army. (laughs) Did you see any of that? Yeah. He got recruited into their army. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he, that's because he asked for a tour of the facility. Yeah. I saw that. When you do that, you kind (laughs) of, you're, you're inviting yourself into that group. <laughs> so, um, but you're right that I, I didn't honestly really know anything about it until that. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if the valuation is where it need, should be um, after a little bit of a run up, but it's, it's a, it's a pretty good story. 
Yeah. And, and it's a it's a need, right? No one really has a clue what's going on. I mean, some people do, but in general, no one really has a clue what's going on in the crypto space. Yeah. Right. There's Ch- China's digital. clamping down. Yeah. Like <clears throat> you're worried about uh, the IRS mm-hmm. starting to sniff around to figure right. out who's who owns crypto and, mm-hmm. and whether or not they have any gains they haven't paid tax on. Right. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a lot of unknowns there. Yeah, and but at the same point in time, D, with crypto, with Bitcoin at I don't know, let's just say it's thirty five thousand, mm-hmm. right? Because for the most part, it's been bouncing between thirty and forty. Yes, it broke below thirty uh, recently, but not for long. And and I I viewed thirty as being a pretty pretty solid technical level. Yeah. I was surprised when it broke through it, and it was only under it for not even half a day, and then it was back above. Mm-hmm. Um. But let's say it's at thirty-five grand. Um, if Amazon, you know, if Amazon were to accept payment in Bitcoin tomorrow, I think it would be at two hundred fifty thousand overnight. Yep. You know, so you got to look at upside, downside. And I was just talking with someone about this with any of these meme stocks or crypto. Once again, D, we've talked about this in the past. You have to own it in a percentage where you're cool if it goes to zero. Yep, absolutely. You know, I think that's the most important point, man. Yeah, for sure. You know, this this stuff is fun to talk about. It's a lot um, of fun. It's it's fun to be on one of those rides, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wish. Hey, look, GameStop is not something fundamentally I would have bought, but man, I wish I bought it at fifteen bucks. But yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't give you a whole lot of reasons why it's worth you know two hundred and fifty bucks right now. But that is a fun ride. <laughs> There's yeah, no doubt about it. That is. Um, you know, I got a, a little taste on on the crypto, um, but I really only had a small amount of Bitcoin when it was really, really, really cheap. Um, but it's it's fun, and it's fun to talk about. And I think that is really what a lot of people aren't talking about is kind of the engagement and uh, the communities that are kind of formed around these yeah. different uh, stocks and and the, like i said before they've just they've just done a phenomenal job of coming together as a group yeah and executing a plan yes and their plan was more robust than i even expected mm-hmm. from the get go and and maybe their plan evolved over time yeah. because d the last time we did a show on on these meme stocks and reddit and all that stuff our concern was what happens when when people start to get paper hands right. and they start to sell. Mm-hmm. And GameStop goes from 250 down to 200 down to 150 down to 100. Does the selling the selling beget more selling? Mm-hmm. You know, do you see an exacerbation in, in the amount of selling that's that's going on? And you really haven't seen that. So now I'm wondering were these did these guys have enough foresight to understand that while these companies may be significantly overvalued right now, that the AMCs and GameStops of the world were going to issue shares at these ridiculously high valuations Mm -hmm. and use that cash to save the companies and reinvent the the business and possibly grow in to that new valuation. Cause if they grow into that new valuation, there is no selling that begets more selling <laughs> right now. Then it is really a situation of our diamond hand strategy worked and nobody had to sell mm-hmm. because the stock GameStop is worth 250 bucks. Now it's not worth 15 anymore. So that is the part that impresses me the most. You nailed it, man. Like that, that 
that appears to be what's going on. I right think now. so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that, that that's kind of what I have put together. Because they're I they're think not they had ups- a chance. They're not upset when mm-hmm. their when their shares get diluted because mm-hmm. of the issuance of more shares. It's right. almost like they knew. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see that. That was a blind spot of mine. I didn't even think that they would have the the diamond hands to be able to do it. So kudos to them, man. Yeah, I for mean, sure. Dude, they executed on a strategy extremely well, extremely well. And an AMC too. What's going on right now? Um, that's a you know, that's a that's a business model that's obviously in trouble, right? Yeah. Um, but they they almost did the same thing there, and I didn't think they had any chance whatsoever uh, <laughs> of of making that work. Uh, but here we are. What is almost uh, sixty dollars? Yeah. So let's just kind of wrap up with, uh, I, I printed a couple articles from Bloomberg that were recent, actually, um, what, today and yesterday. Mm-hmm. So the first one, big short investor Michael Burry warned against buying meme stocks and crypto and predicted the mother of all crashes. So it seems like he did that. This this dude is, he's a little volatile, man. He like undeletes his his Twitter account, then he deletes it, mm-hmm. then he undeletes it. He deletes all of his tweets. Very very strange behavior, but nonetheless, he, this is the guy who Christian Bale played mm-hmm. in the Big Short movie. Yep, right. The very eccentric dude. He was you know playing the air drums in his office, right. you know, jamming <laughs> to some tunes as he arrived at the idea of shorting the the housing bubble mm-hmm. back in i don't know but he was it seemed like he was one of the first ones in yeah it and, seemed it was real early yeah so you know he's got that pedigree but i don't know man i mean it's it, i haven't seen a crash and, and i think i think the situation i just mentioned where these companies could potentially grow into these valuations i think that's kind of what is playing out right now yeah for sure you know and then the next thing I wanted to bring up is there is a hedge fund that bet against GameStop uh, that is officially closing its doors after taking double digit percent losses from the meme stocks frenzy. Um, double digit, I would assume, is like 90%, not 10%. Right. All right. So what, what company was that? Uh, that is a London based hedge fund, White Square. Okay. Um, suffered a double <clears throat> digit percent. Well, of course, it was double digit. I bet you it was. Just under a hundred, just yeah. under, just under triple digits. Yeah, it has to be ninety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so very, very interesting, man. I mean, I would not want to be short any of these stocks right now. No, you know. So this really shows the power of the retail investor, which I think is just that's it's great for the retail investor to be able to stand up to the big guys a little bit, you know. Yep, and I think that's the main byproduct of, of what you're what you're seeing right now. Yeah, it is kind of a. Um, seismic shift in how people invest and how people get into the market and how, you know, a lot of people are doing it on their own uh, and making some, some serious money doing it. It's also interesting to see how in uh, investment research, uh, the sourcing of investment ideas, Mm -hmm. due diligence is now being disseminated via social media as opposed to, having to go to a, a JP Morgan or, you know, one of the big sell side firms out there to purchase their institutional research. Yep. Um, I actually was pitched a stock by one of my Twitter followers. Um, it wasn't even on my radar. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's one of the best things about this is like 
I am now sourcing names on my investment radar that I wouldn't have sourced on my own. Yep. And I don't just buy because someone else tells me to buy. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, this is what we do for a living. We're professionals. So I go and do my own due diligence, just like mm-hmm. I did on Naked Brands, mm-hmm. you know, which my due diligence obviously um, it was a little sh- little short of where I wanted to be, mm-hmm. not knowing exactly <laughs> whether or not they, they do the custom clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is incredible to be able to source some of these investment ideas that normally you wouldn't be able to source, mm-hmm. you know? Without question. All right, cool. So I think that wraps up today's show. As always, shoot us an email at info at swpconnect.com. If you have any questions, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Um, And uh, make sure you tune in next week. Thanks, everyone. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.